selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first realized store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. On the northern bank of Buffalo Bayou, you'll find the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at East River 9 and its current occupants, the Killer Bees. Here's Joel Blank and Jeremy Brenham. He's Blank on Branham. We're at the River House, East River 9 this Saturday. Blues Fest, blues, barbecue, college football. Uh, it all gets started 4 to 9, the music does. But they'll have the college football all day long. Barbecue inside their smoker uh, pit. It is fantastic. Right, let's go straight out to the HRP guest line. Being joined now by Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. Lee, how'd it go last week? I wasn't here for you. It, it was great. I mean, <laughs> I had never done. Uh... Thanksgiving week in New York City, but it was something oh. that I certainly uh, will cherish and uh, got got to cross up a couple things off the bucket list. Went to Billy Joel on Wednesday night, and that was cool. And 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 maybe the most the craziest thing happened after the concert. We walked a couple weeks blocks away and got into an Uber, and we're waiting in a light. And who was right next to us? The rock windows down. Billy Joel. Wow! Nice. Yeah, so That's my wife amazing. had a conversation with him for about a minute, and uh, then went to the parade to me. What were you doing, Lee? The... Do what now? What were you doing while they chatted? Um, I took the picture, so I've got a picture. <laughs> oh, you got the pic. I was going to say that's I important. Got the yeah. pic, so. That's a good husband um, there. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and then uh, went to the Macy's Day Parade. It was a perfect day. It was like fifty-three degrees, not a cloud in the sky. That's got awesome. to see my dolphins. Uh, destroy the New York stinking Jets and watch their fans be miserable. And then uh, saw the Heat game uh, later that night uh, where we blew a 18-point lead in the final 10 minutes. But uh, until that ground, time, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah sounds like fun. a great week. Lee, Lee oh, Sterling and, Paramount and we Sports. actually went to the next night, went to Brooklyn. You guys ever been to their new arena? The Barclays Center? I Barclays have not. Center. No. Yep. Yep. Some some place you got. If you're young, if you're under forty, fifty years old, well, that rules out. Place Joel. to be, yeah, yeah, <laughs> place to be. 
Uh, Lee, let's get into some of the uh, college games. Yeah. I love conference uh, championship Saturday. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Start off in the uh, the American Conference. A lot of stakes in this one because Tulane's trying yeah. to make it to a New Year's Six game for the second year in a row, led by their head coach, Willie Fritz. They're giving three points against Rhett Lashley's SMU Mustang team. What do you think of this? Can Tulane make it back-to-back New Year's Six bowl appearances? You know, if Preston Stone plays in this game before he broke that leg, I mean, we I think we would have seen a Donnybrook. But he's out. Uh, their top two running backs, L.J. Johnson, Jalen Knighton, already didn't play in that game. Their game time decision here. This defense for, for Tulane is just so good uh, in the red zone. Number two in the country here. They've only allowed 18.3 points per game here. And Michael Pratt, something special. I think he's going to make a roster. I think he's eventually going to be a backup. Very underrated quarterback that uh, gets the job done, has a live arm, just has had some injuries. But I think he's lost uh, something like two games in the last two years. I like Tulane here, 31-21. Lee, Big 12 looking at a big game and a big number as Texas has aspirations of still getting into the discussion at the end of the year. OK State been up and down, very tough to predict. Uh, that's that's 14 points right there. How you see that one going? So, Oklahoma State, talent-wise, I really only think they're maybe out of the 13 teams, eighth best. As far as teams that if, if you know, you're facing another team, I think Texas is getting a lucky draw here. I think Oklahoma State might be the fifth best team. You just got to give that coaching staff credit. I mean, what they did this year with that talent – the last two games, they were down by two touchdowns to Houston, battle back, down by two touchdowns to BYU. And BYU, this might be, this might be the worst team in 35, 40 years for BYU. So uh, to win that game of double overtime, but I just don't think they have the playmakers to get it done. The passing game, if they fall behind, this Texas team is on a roll. I think they have big advantages. Even though Oklahoma State's won the last two years, they have the advantage offensively, defensively, and big advantage on special teams. They need style points, too. Sometimes you got to lay it if you want to play it. Texas, 41-13. Yeah, I think that's the thing. The style points are necessary. Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. Uh, you can visit the site, ParamountSports.com. Gives us winners each and every week. Let's move it to the pro side of things. Let's fast forward to Monday night. Monday night football, Jags are home for Cincinnati. A big number. Jacksonville giving up eight points against a Bengal team that, of course, will be without uh, Joe Burrow. This will have the eyes of Houston, too, as we look at the AFC South. How do you see this one going in Florida? Yeah, I just didn't understand what Zach Taylor's doing. You know, he's without a starting quarterback. What does he do? He, he, he only runs the ball 11 times. Throws it 30 times. So, he just has got to follow a game plan here. They can't keep zinging around like that and stay in the game. But, Jacksonville, even with a lead, whenever they've had the lead this year, very conservative play calling. And I think the game plan is to make Trevor Lawrence throw the ball over the middle. He throws the ball over the middle. He's had at least one or two interceptions in each one of those games here. I think Cincinnati's defense is going to step up. Five and six are not out of the wild card chase just yet. A couple games from now, uh, they might wave the white flag, but not yet. Jacksonville wins 20 to 17. Cincinnati covers. 
Lee, another big game, uh, a game with divisional uh, implications for the Texans as well. But Indianapolis right now inside that playoff window, uh, taking on a division rival in the Titans. Uh, it's a big game. It's a low number. What do you think, Colts against Tennessee? Yeah, Titans were in control from the get-go last week, never trailed, versus the Panthers. And, uh, you know, that that maybe one of the best performances for, for the, at least the first half. They did get a little conservative also in their play calling the second half. Uh, snapped that three-game losing streak, two more touchdowns rushing for Derrick Henry. Titans are 4-0 at home this year. Seemed like a, a different team there. Now, Jonathan Taylor ran for two touchdowns. As the Colts won their third straight and are above 500 for the first time since the end of September, he's going to be gone for a couple of weeks, and I think it's a big loss. In fact, it's the first time Gardner Minshew has ever won three straight here. Counting on him to win four straight, I don't see it happening. And Tennessee's owned the Colts, winning five of the last six games. I like Tennessee here, 23-13. Texans fans would like that one as well. And speaking of the Texans, they are in potentially a playoff eliminator on Sunday when they host the Broncos. Denver has been hot, hottest team in the AFC. Texans giving up three points at home against this Broncos defense that isn't very good. Lee, how do you see it going in Houston on Sunday? I mean, it's crazy. Denver at one point is one in five, and they've given up 700 yards plus to Miami and 70 points. And I think Sean Payton, probably right now coach of the year, as they're sitting at 6-5. and five. Russell Wilson, I thought he was one of the worst two or three quarterbacks last year. How has he come back? 20 touchdowns and just four interceptions. And the defense, which was left for roadkill, caused 15 turnovers in the last four games. The best stretch in 34 years for the Broncos. They're plus 13 in takeaway giveaways the last five games. And they faced a Cleveland defense, which had given up the fewest yards per game. They ran on them for 169 yards here. I think Denver's just a little bit better up front at the line of scrimmage here. Tight game, but I think Denver's the right side, 26-20. All right, Lee, you've been rolling all season long. That's why we love catching up with you, and we love trying to give our fans some winners. Let them know about Paramount Sports. Let them know what you got going, how they get involved, how they can cash in, too. And then with that, give them that free play for tonight that could be very, very important. Yep. Uh, not going to get too many really good Thursday night games, but this is one of them, Dallas and Seattle. Uh, if you want to get this game for free, be one of the first five callers. Call 800-400-9741. 800-400-9741 to get Dallas and Seattle on me. I have a real strong opinion on one side of this game, and this is the time of year we usually get rolling. We've won 10 out of 14 weeks this year, and college football only had two losing Sundays in the NFL. No one can touch our record. Last year, double down December, from the 1st of December all the way through December 31st was 497. I said, you know what? I'm not going to make it 397. I want to make sure no one has an excuse for not joining. You're going to get championship week in college football, 36 college football bowl games through the 31st of December, and five weeks of the NFL, just two hundred and ninety seven dollars just one place paramountsports.com lee we appreciate it as always look forward to catching up in a couple of weeks sounds good guys take care lee sterling paramount sports paramountsports.com well he had a week yesterday didn't he 
parading around New York City. We had heard that it was coming, time. but he was contemplating which if he was going to go to the games and if he was going to get the tickets. Went to all of them. Evidently, everything <laughs> fell into place. That was yeah. a heck of a run. I didn't realize he was a uh, Miami guy. Oh, yeah, big time. Didn't realize he was a Dolphins fan. I wonder if he's caught up on the uh, in-season at Hard Knocks. Y'all watched uh, Hard Knocks? I started it today, and I realized I shouldn't have started it because I didn't have anything to do. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking at my, Magic Mike's my favorite coach in the NFL. All right, 713-780-ESPN. Lee Sterling gave his pick, his picks. Let's give ours in BZ money when we return. It's the Killer Bees on ESPN, ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5, live from the Riverhouse on East River 9. First thing i got to tell you about is my favorite spirits world gentle bin i've been telling you for what seems like years the gentle bin is the absolute best it starts with the finest ingredients of course of course classic time-honored distilling methods gentle bin uses a revolutionary technology that eliminates impurities for the cleanest smoothest spirits you will ever taste you'll love what's not in gentle bin including vocs what is that? What's well, volatile organic compounds? The gentle bin purification process takes these out, which can lead to coughing when you're drinking the other brands. No VOCs in gentle bin, no coughing with gentle bin. You get all the flavor, none of the burn too, whether it's the vodka, the gin, the straight bourbon whiskey, the cast strength bourbon. It is all fantastic. Ask for it when you're out at dinner. Ask for it at your favorite bar, like East River Nine. Look for gentle bin at the liquor store. Whichever one you go to, whatever's on the way home, pick up a bottle today. Head to the gentle bin tasting room. A fantastic spot as well. And you can also pick up some Gentle Ben inside the Toyota Center. If you're headed to a Rockets game, stop by Ben's Bar on the way to your seat. You can also order it straight from the source. Yeah, you can go online, GentleBen.com, and order the spirit straight from the website at GentleBen.com. You can also order a couple of Gentle Ben uh, gift boxes for this holiday season. Perfect gift uh, for whoever you're giving gifts to. The Gentle Ben Family of Spirits gift box where you get one bottle of each of their stuff, four and all, or the Gentle Ben Vodka and Bourbon gift box. It is all fantastic. Order yours now at GentleBen.com. It is the perfect holiday gift for friends, family, and your best customers. They'll love what's not in Gentle Ben, too. This year, celebrate the holiday. Let's get to their picks on BZ Money. Hand out some winners. We do this each and every time. Um, Lee does a great job. Lee's not going to be happy that I'm about to say it. We do it better. We do it better. Uh, <laughs> Joe hasn't been updating okay. the standing, so I don't know what our overall record is, but I do know that we're up over $1,400 in BZ money this year. We started off with $1,000 of Mr. Gow's money. Our ROI is over 100%. Like, just uh, you have 401ks, you might have all of these retirement plans. You need it to cash that all in and just follow what we're doing and, and bet all of that money on what the killer bees are telling you to do. No, don't do that because then we'll get sued or something. Uh, but we're up over $1,400 when we started with 1000 Our bankroll's up to $2,425. bucks. What game are you leading us off with here, Blankers? Can we say, though, that safely that we avoided your your plays last week that you were going to let us know for if they came through? You, we did do that. Do you know why we're doing BZ Money on a Thursday, not a Friday? Because y'all have never won without me. Okay. You started it. I did. <laughs> I finished uh, this one, I'm going to need your guys' input on simply because you know that the one game, the games that I do struggle with always involve me betting against the Packers because of much I want them to not succeed. This one seems easy for me. Kansas City, who needs to win, who's starting to play better, can get right at Green Bay. The weather's not going to bother the Chiefs no matter what it is, and right now it's 48. It's not going to be a problem. The Packers, I think, are frauds. I think they're lucky to be where they are. I don't think they're any better than they've already shown, and I think they're actually a lot worse. 
Steelers, and I think the Chiefs win this game by a touchdown and more. Yeah, I had them winning it by a score. Uh, I, I faded this game just individually. If I had to pick one side of it, I would pick the KC side of it. Kansas City's kind of been... I don't know, man. They've just been kind of mediocre. Like, I know that they're winning games, but they're not. receivers play a lot of that. Probably. Their defense is really good. Their offense hasn't really found its groove yet. I think some of it's complacency. Maybe it's because Taylor Swift hasn't been at the games lately and really put that Kansas City offense on the map. Um, She's not going to Lambeau. I mean, she's not on her tour, though. She's not? We're the Killer Bees, too. Uh, We're back. Better than ever. He's blank on Brandon. AC screwed something up. Uh, I don't know what he did, but he screwed. He's owning up. this one. All right, so you were going green. You were going Kansas City. Yeah, Packers. Packers, over Packers getting six is not enough. Yeah, I. I this is a uh, one that I faded. I have Kansas City winning by seven, but I, if I had to bet it, I'd bet the KC side. So I'm okay having some some coins, some bones on this one. What do you think, Joe? Uh, I'm good with this one as well, but you know, look, the Chiefs went down 14 nothing quick last week versus the Raiders. Came back and won, so they're just not playing great. So I think it's a 25er. Okay, that's I'm fine. down with that. I'll go with that. I can live with a little bit of a, a 25er. First game I'm going to sell to you guys is a game in the AFC South. I know that they that the uh, Colts don't have Jonathan Taylor. They've done a pretty good job whenever they didn't have Jonathan Taylor earlier. They are hot. Will Levis has been kind of mid since throwing four touchdowns in his opener. I'm going to have to go against what Lee Sterling was selling all of you. I think that the Colts win this game pretty comfortably on the road against Tennessee, and they're only giving a point. I think the point matters. I think the fact that you're not just losing Jonathan Taylor and there goes your running game. You've got Moss. You've got an ability to run the football. I think that Gardner Minshew has been very, very good uh, and is, is a very, very established, proven backup that's proving that he can do this. Uh, I don't think as much as Tennessee found it for a week, I don't think Derrick Henry is going to run rough shot. I don't think that you know you're, we're going to see Will Levis tear apart uh, anything to do with the Colts defense, and I think I, I could easily go with this one, and I, I think that the Colts are going to win this football game by at least a field goal, but probably more than that. Joe? Uh, I'm good with this one, too. I like this one a lot. <laughs> I think Indianapolis crushes Tennessee this weekend, so I'm good with a hefty wager on this one. A hefty wager? Uh, I'm a little hesitant because Lee's the professional, yeah. and he went the other way. How about 40? 40? Okay. You give a 40? Uh, I was going to say 35, so 40, whatever you guys want. Joe? 40. All right, what's your game? All right, I'm going to go with a trend that we see often in the NFL and that teams perform well after their coach gets fired. So I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers plus five on the road to cover against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Interesting. I hate this game from that standpoint. I think Carolina's awful. I don't think they're going to get any better. I think that Tampa Bay is still in a weak division, fighting for a lot. You know, Baker has found Mike Evans. Baker has found a way, and their running game with White has been better. I, I, I don't really like the game at all. I think it's a. I think Bucks win by three. I kind of like the dead cat bounce a little bit this week too. Baker's kind of banged up. I don't think Tampa's very good either. Yeah, they're better than Carolina, but they're not very good. I, I think that uh, I think Carolina keeps this game competitive. I didn't play it, but I like the. Uh, if I had to play one side of it, I would play the uh, Carolina side. So I'm okay throwing a little bit, a little bit. Twenty, twenty. Yeah, I don't want to put twenty five dollars on Bryce. It needs to be a little bet because we're betting on a little man. See what you did there. It's a good call. Yeah, it's a good call. All right, Joe. Joel. Second game for me. Uh, two teams not playing to their potential. 
One team, I think, is going to continue to play that way, and that's the New England Patriots. They're bad. They're going to get worse. Whether their coach stays or not, they're looking for another quarterback. The best way to do that is get a high draft pick. I think they're playing awful. From a Chargers standpoint, the Chargers are underachieving, but the Chargers are still desperate to keep winning and try to stay in the playoff hunt. The coach knows his butt's on the line. The players know that they've underachieved. I think the Chargers are going to go into Foxborough, and they are going to annihilate the Patriots. I think the Chargers uh, win by a touchdown or more, so I, I like L.A. in this game. You told me the other day you were off the Chargers for good. I tried. <laughs> I think it was this week you said I did. that. It was yesterday. But the Patriots yesterday? suck that bad. The Patriots suck. are awful, and they don't even know who's starting at quarterback or who's finishing at quarterback. I think it's going to be sappy. The split time at quarterback, it's a joke. Yeah. I. <laughs> the reason that I hate this game is because I hate both sides of it. Like, I've I've lost money betting on the Chargers all year because I expect the Chargers to kind of like figure it out, and the Chargers have Me never too. figured it out. So I'm I'm sick of betting on the Chargers. I bet on them far too much this year. Patriots are lousy though. Now Los Angeles is making the cross country trip. That's always something I pay attention to. It's always something that I monitor. But um, I'm okay betting a little bit on the Chargers. Yeah, I, I'm good with the Chargers for a 20 just because I think I hate a lot about this game. Because in, in theory, they should crush the Patriots. Yep. But it's the Chargers. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. So 20. That's where I'm at. 20 that's, bucks is fine. That's, that works for me. Um, I don't know why this game's not on Sunday Night Football or Monday Night Football. San Francisco and Philadelphia Ooh. are playing at 335 or whatever. Whatever time the game of the America game of the week. So this must have been the Fox void. You're not allowed to take this as your standalone game. This is the best game of the weekend. I'm sad it's not a standalone game on Sunday night, Monday night. Philadelphia and San Francisco, to me, are are, are parallels. I think they are two equals. I think they are very much on the exact same level. Philadelphia's at home, and Philadelphia's getting three points. Give me the Eagles. Give me the Eagles to beat San Francisco. I think the Eagles are going to win outright. I played the money line on this game. They're getting three at home. Give me Philly over San Fran Sunday afternoon. Here's the thing, Jeremy, and I agree with everything that you said about it should be a Sunday night game. It's a a massive game that people have marked on their calendar for a long time. They're the two best teams in the NFC. I've watched the Eagles the last couple of weeks. As good as that roster is, as much talent as they have, I'm still waiting for them to put it all together, yet they find a way to win. And it doesn't matter if it's a long pass late and they beat Kansas City. Whatever the case may be, they're finding ways to win. San Francisco, a really good team putting it together after an early three-game losing streak. It's anybody's ball game. I just I can't go against a home team getting points that's as good as the Eagles. I'm with you on the Eagles. Yeah, give me the Eagles, Joe. Uh, I'm totally with you guys. I don't want to do a large wager on this one. Agreed. Because I, I still feel like it's just going to result in a push, most likely a worst-case scenario in this game. But I, I'm good with, like, 30, I would say. Okay. You want to go with that. That's fine. No, that's fine. I mean, San Fran's really, really good. I, mean, I guess if, if anything that you would say would fail for San Francisco, because Young's fit right in on the defensive. I, I, I think it's it's Purdy's game to, to win or lose if San Francisco's going to lose. Purdy's involved in that? I just think this is a coin flip game. And if one side's getting plus three in a coin flip game, and you either side is getting the – and they're at home. Yeah, I, I, this is a weird the, number to me. The weather might also play – kind of feels trappy. Is it supposed to be wet? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I just thought about that as you were, we were – I was looking for a reason to go one way or another because it is a pick-em type game. But Philly at home getting points just seems to be a, a smart play. 
Yeah. All right, Joe, what's your last one? Okay, I did update the standings here for you guys. Uh, we're 31-22-1 on the season. Good that you did it in real time. Yeah, uh, thanks. Um, I changed I changed my pick. I, I had Miami minus 9.5. I'm changing it. I'm just going to go all in with what I said yesterday. I'm taking the Rams minus 3.5 at home to cover and beat the Browns. I think they figured something out offensively. I like the way Kyron Williams is running the ball right now, and, and Cooper and Puka, like, they're just they're getting it going, and... I don't even know who's playing quarterback for the Browns. It might be Joe Flacco. So, it might be Joe Flacco. He's uh, elite, though. He is, They're he talking was. about him playing. Elite. So I'm taking the Rams minus three and a half. That's he was where, never elite, Joe. He was never elite. He had an elite season, playoff run. He was a game manager. He had he had a, an elite one elite playoff season. He did have that. Um, I, this was a no play for me. Like I don't, I have no idea what to do with Cleveland. Like Cleveland's Cleveland's one of the hardest teams for me to like bet and figure out because. They should be awful, and they are awful offensively. But their defense is so good; it keeps them in every single game. Like I, I don't know what to do in this one. This is kind of like if y'all want to, fine, y'all do it. Yeah, I'm kind of with you because the Browns' offense is the crapshoot. We know their defense is good. We know that Miles Garrett is great. We know that they can do a whole bunch of things defensively. But it's a crapshoot every week about which you know which quarterback is playing, who's going to step up, how are they going to get it done? Can they just continue to just play smash mouth run football? How are you know DTR uh, all these you know when he played he didn't have great numbers but they found a way in the last drive. I hate their offense. I, I don't like anything. I, I like Joe's side of this because I think the Rams are starting to play better football. All right, let's do it. Wait, a quarter? Sure. Quarter. Quarter. You, you good with a quarter, Joe? Yeah, I'm good with that. We're playing all six games this week. Let's go. Plus, I, I, I want to root against the Browns, too, and this gives me a little extra incentive to root for the Browns. Or against the Browns, I mean. Okay. And I, I like McVay. Is that wrong of me? That I like I, it too. I like McVay. Is I think that he's a good bad? coach. Like, is, that one, is that a popular or an unpopular opinion that I like McVay? I think, it's, I think a lot of people... They like it. They don't. They don't get annoyed with him. I don't like think young, so. young, hot shot, know it all, brilliant. Settled down now. Got himself a, a a fine wife and had a kid. I think they're fine. Okay. All right. Bad Take Boulevard. Who makes the list this week? Here's some doozies this week. You're not going to want to miss Bad Take Boulevard next on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. One of the, it's very rainy today. It I don't is. know if you've noticed this, but it's really coming down. The roadways are wet. It means that and you, you know the Houstonians and Texans and anybody in general do not know how to drive when there is water on the roadway. So I would just figure that and take a guess that there's probably going to be more accidents today than your run-of-the-mill normal day. And you already know that if you get into an accident, you need to call Hollingsworth Law Firm. My favorite thing about them, because I'm frugal, not cheap, is that they do not charge you. You don't pay a until you win your case. And that's great. And the other great thing is they specialize in car wrecks. That's why you go to carwrecktexas.com. That's why they're going to fight for you every step of the way. And the fact of the matter is, is they know exactly what they're doing. So you don't ever know when you're going to get in a car wreck. But if you put in that phone number in your phone and have it ready to go, when you do get in a car wreck, it's only one call that you have to make. They're going to tell you what you got to do, who you got to call, what they're going to take care of. And then because they don't get paid unless they win, they are going to fight the insurance company. Fight the other driver and fight for what you rightly deserve. I hate dealing with insurance companies. I've had to too much in my life. They try to screw you over. We already know that. Let Hollingsworth Law Firm put up that fight for you. They're more equipped to do so. They're used to doing it. And they routinely beat these insurance companies so you don't have to. Call right now for a free consultation, 713-999-8773. Put the number in the phone in case you're ever in a wreck, 713-999-8773. Visit them online as well, carwrecktexas.com, carwrecktexas.com. Who's on Bad Tech Boulevard this week? 
uh, including somebody that we work with, which is kind of par for the course. Yeah, I'll let you guess who that might be. We'll get to it in a little bit. Um, first one, I was I was surprised to wake up and see this. Deion Sanders was named the SI Sports Person of the Year. That was surprising to me. Look, Deion had a lot of uh, flash at the start. I actually think Deion's going to figure it out, too. I, I think that Deion Sanders is going to win some ball games in Colorado. I think he's going to continue to build and, and bring some players in there. They, they actually exceeded expectations this year. Yeah. Like they, they blew past their total early in the year. It was very, very low total. I think that he's going to get some things rolling and figured out there. How does a coach who what, he went four games, five games maybe, how does that guy, the SI Sports Person of the Year? I have no idea. Look, I think that obviously the hype train was huge early in the season. They won some games, TCU, Nebraska, games that I don't think a lot of people thought that they were going to win. So all of, all of a sudden they were on the map. They were on the map at the right time when there wasn't a lot to talk about. There was a lot of blowouts in college football. He started getting a lot of extra love, a lot of extra pub, which he loves anyway. And then all of a sudden they came back to reality. So, you know, it's one thing to ride the train when the, when everything was going good early in the season when there wasn't a whole lot of meaningful football being played. It's another thing to say he's the SI Sportsman of the Year. When you start thinking about it, it's been all about Dion. He tells his kid it's not about the NIL, NIL, but his kid leads all college athletes in NIL deals and the amount of money that comes in. He's making money hand over fist with every deal that he gets, and it's a big marketing self-promotion train. I don't know how that makes him the SI Sportsman of the Year. Yeah, this is a bad take. Uh, I do think that Dion's going to win ball games at Colorado. I do think he exceeded expectations. Lost SI Sportsperson of the Year. He had a couple decommits. Yeah, I bet Running you, back, two quarterbacks? Yeah, I believe. Like four-star guys. Yeah. Something tells me he'll do all right in the portal, though. Um, how about SI using AI? Like, who voted for Dion Sanders to be the That's SI Sportsperson of the Year whenever they've used artificial intelligence to write their stories and draw profile pictures and not tell anybody that they're using SI, uh, AI? That's first, another bad take by SI. First, Carissa Thompson making up sideline reports. Now AI and Sports Illustrated. What's the world coming to? I mean, oh, this ridiculous. is a bad look for really a, a reputation as it relates to sports journalism that has been pretty, pretty good for a long period of time. Sports Illustrated is a pretty solid, reputable name. This is a horrible look, man. This is, this is I, I, you know, it, I'm not going to say that they're going to have to go away for this or that there's going to be, like, long-term damage, but this is a really, really bad look for a very reputable, reputable uh, media outlet. I don't think they're reputable anymore. You don't? No, they, they've got – how long has it been since they don't actually do the magazine anymore? It's, like, it's been a while, I think. Um, I, don't I don't think that they try to be, like, gossipy and uh, controversial for the most part over the course of their history. But I think that maybe they're maybe this is just a desperate move to try and stay relevant. Um, the Cron makes the list today. Where's our Jericho, Joe George? They're all making the list. SI should be making the list. Uh, the Cron, which is not Houston Chronicle. Cron.com and HoustonChronicle.com are two very different things. Who knew? I don't know how. I don't know why. But going through my uh, my prep today, I look at both of them. Um, Cron.com had this headline. Will Lance McCullers Jr. pitch in 2024? Question mark. Astros lefty is bullish. Okay. That's odd. Lance McCullers is not a left-handed thrower. Now, he does hit left-handed, but he doesn't throw left-handed. So I was like, okay, maybe that's just a mistake. Maybe there's, like, some lefty, like Parker Mashinsky, that, like, thinks Lance McCullers is going to pitch. Like, it's weird to have that in the headline, but okay. Like, I, I, I did some more digging. 
Well, you dig, you go down a couple of paragraphs. Astros left-hander and two-time champion Lance McCullers Jr. detailed his recovery from June's forearm, uh, June's forearm surgery when speaking with the media Tuesday. Cron.com, not once but twice, thought that Lance McCullers Jr. threw left-handed. Not willing to consider a medical and walk away from the game. If the arm goes bad, you go to the other arm. This is... That's a horrible it. look from the local coverage of the team. Not used to Chronicle. But still local. But still local. Not used to Chronicle. Still local. Cron.com. I don't know how they're different, but they're different. This is one where Stephen A. makes that mistake, and he doesn't cover the team on a daily basis from a local perspective, a national outlet. Not that you're going to give them a full pass, but maybe they're not following them as closely. How do you do that? You just don't do that. I can tell you how you do that. You you don't have AI. You have interns writing stories. It was not one of their interns. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you, like... I don't know how this – my guess is they probably, like, pro baseball reference Lance McCullers and they read his, like, arm – because he hits left-handed. Remember we saw in the World well, Series he hits World left-handed? Series, yep. So I think somebody might have misread the column. But if you cover the Astros, That's what I'm saying. you Locally, watch him a make little bit, you know that he's a right-handed thrower. That was uh, – What have I we been talking about for the last three, four years? Everything to do with his right arm. Yeah. And so I was stunned whenever I read that. It took them a while to change it. I went back a little bit earlier. They did change it. Uh, I had some people in the mentions, more than one person, saying that the reason Titus Howard got hurt is because he was playing out of position. Oh, stop. I can understand where Titus Howard isn't playing well because he's playing out of position. Maybe he was playing a hurt, even though he went on the injury report, Houston Texans. But how does he get hurt playing left guard and not right tackle? Come on now. That's weak. Come I saw, on. I saw when you called him out. I mean, the fact of the matter is when you look at something like this, that's just a casual that's looking to kind of – he got hurt because he's playing out of position. Put a put a band aid on it, or like, I, I, how do you, it's inexplicable? How do you come up with that analogy? He got hurt because he's playing out of position. We know Kenyon Green was pulling the chicken wing and moving all that, and then we found out that he was damaged goods before he even tried to make a play. And now we're hearing the same thing uh, about Howard. How in the world is playing in a different position going to be the reason that that happened? He wouldn't have put as much strain on that knee if he was playing right tackle. If Kenyon Green was playing right guard and left guard, I don't think you would hurt his shoulder either. You twitters. Your tweeters, whatever we call you, you Xers. I don't know. I have no idea nowadays. You guys make the list. You just made the list. Uh, I was listening to. A, I was uh, waiting to leave my truck to come inside of to East River Nine today, so I, I put on a little bit of uh, Connor and Beard. Mm-hmm. In a perfect time to, for me to tune in because of this segment. I heard uh, Beard. He used to live in Omaha, and I want to go to Omaha someday, but I refuse to go unless my Cougars are in the College World Series. He was talking about the greatness of Omaha, Kansas, which I've actually been to Omaha a long time ago. I don't remember a single thing about it. What does that say about Omaha? But he was talking about the greatness of Omaha. Like, what do you say? Their rock metal bands like scene is fantastic. But then what really? He said their food scene is great. Like, Omaha, I don't think, Nebraska, like, maybe or maybe. Maybe in Omaha, Nebraska. My bad. I was thinking Kansas, Omaha, okay. Omaha Nebraska. Right. Um, like maybe they're good at steaks. They probably have they really are. good corn. Nebraska, they are. Yeah, their foods. Like I, I trust that their food scene can be good at very specific things. He said that the best food that you can get in Omaha is sushi. What sushi? Like you think of great like food cities and sushi cities. Like I'm thinking coast. I'm thinking bodies of probably, water. Probably New York. Like New York's probably good because it's such Boston. a big city. Maybe Vegas, L.A., Boston, Seattle, Portland, Omaha, Nebraska. Correct me if I'm wrong, Todd. Forgive me since they're not a sponsor. Maybe yet, but maybe we're into something, and I think they have been. 
Omaha is known for the Omaha Steak Company. Well, they have that. I've had. They it have now. steaks. They mastered how to serve up beef. Nothing to do with seafood. I don't know that I'm trusting sushi. I'm not a sushi fan anyway. I don't know that I'm trusting sushi from Omaha. I uh, I love sushi. I would if I'm whenever I go to Omaha and U of H makes college world series. I'm not eating anything but steak and potatoes and maybe some corn, but not spaghetti sushi. Big there too. They got. The Spaghetti Warehouse is pretty popular. That's, is that a chain? Like There used no, to be a Spaghetti the original, Warehouse. The original of all originals is in Omaha. I'm good. I'll have steak, right. potatoes, and corn whenever I'm in. Sushi in Omaha? Josh Beard, you make the list. You um, made the list. Oklahoma City Thunder. How Ooh, do you let boy. Josh Giddy play basketball for you while this whole allegation's going on? Like, you have to wait for a resolution. If something comes out where, like, this is, like, a lot has come out, but if it comes out that this is true or somebody tests, like, you allowed this dude to play basketball while the investigation of this was taking place. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, if you don't know, the allegations are sexual relations with an underage female. Um, now, the female is not part. The, it was on Twitter. She had posted a picture too. I just <clears throat> Josh Giddy. There were pictures. Um, the account has been deactivated. The tweets have been taken down. Now the family is not cooperating and is not willing to do anything for the investigation. All just very, very, very sketchy. And you worry about what's actually being done behind the scenes. But, yeah, you know, the same way. All these guys have had all these issues in the past, including all the different mishaps of Kyrie Irving and others. But they've always been put on a suspended list or they before anything else happens where they are out there playing while if this stuff does come true, that there's even more ramifications. How is this guy playing right now? If I was the owner of Oklahoma City, he would not be playing until there's resolution in this case at minimum. Man, they're talking to the media. Coach talking to the media. He's talking to the media. I don't know how you can avoid that. Not saying a lot, but I, I just, I, oh, I believe me, I, I know you can hide a player. You I would just say I would, the player's I not would, talking. I mean, that, that's not a good look, though. Like, I would send him home. Like, he would not be traveling with my team. He would not be in team activities. I'm not hiding him from the media. I kicked his butt out of practice. I kicked him off the team until the investigation's taking place. Oklahoma City. Poor look. And you make the list. You just made the list. All right. Killer Bees broadcasting live, Riverhouse, East River 9. A great spot for a food, for some bite. Great spot to spend your weekend. Uh, weather's going to clear out here pretty soon. Great spot once that cool front comes in as well. Got to be out here Saturday for a Blues Fest. All get started 4 o'clock until 9. Live blues music, barbecue, college football from kickoff to the uh, final horn as well. Going to be a great time this Saturday, Blues Fest here at East River 9. Coming up next, Pat Sertan. Best, I think he's the best player that Denver has. He... he travels with the uh, the opponent's best receiver. Who is the Texas' best receiver? Who is Pat Sertan going to travel to defend whenever Denver plays man against the Texans on Sunday? It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Here are the Bees' knees. Nuts! Joe Blank and Jeremy Branham. Very mature, Spencer. Wish you would have gotten in the end zone a little bit more in your NFL career. We're at the River House at East River 9. Uh, come on out this Saturday. It's going to be a great time for the Blues Fest. Live blues, uh, live blues music, barbecue, college football, all from 4 to 9. Of course, you can play a little golf and the course drives out as well. A uh, great nine-hole part three course. It's fantastic. Live music, great spot to hang out. Sports bar vibes. The food is terrific. I love coming here because I always get the hot bird chicken sandwich. Delicious. My favorite hot bird in the uh, the city of Houston. Um, so, of course, we're out today. We're on remote. So, we're 
oftentimes, every time we broadcast the show on Twitch as well, for all you radio listeners, or maybe you go to the website, things like that. And it usually has, it has us live. It has video of us. But today it has our pictures. Now, we also have a producer cam mm. that is always open. It's always active. Mm-hmm. It is always going on, uh, even when we're on remote. Today, for whatever reason, it is blacked out. Is it? Yeah, I don't know if it's local restrictions. I don't know what the case is. I just happened to notice this while I was chatting with our Twitchers that our producer cam is blacked out. Now, Joe, I didn't notice that. He's he's back at Gal. Didn't notice. Why did Joe turn off the producer cam today? Wrong answers only. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. That's the fun of it. Wrong answers only. Why did Joe turn off the producer camera today while the killer bees are away? Seven one. I find this very suspicious. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. He's had some people inside. I just the was going to say room. yesterday, Joe had company. Yeah, he's had com- he's had some company quite a quite a bit. People notice Joe had company interns to run the board, things like that. He just turned on the producer cam because notice. he doesn't want to be accused of mm. anything. But wrong. Why did Joe George have the producer camera off for nearly two hours of our show today? Guilt is a characteristic. 713-780-3776. I'm so guilty. Can you hear it, Jeremy? Can I? Because it sounded like he sounded guilty. uh, I I just turned it on. I didn't know it was off. The guilt is so loud, Blankers, I cannot hear what the words that you were saying to me. Uh, yeah, wrong answers only. Why is uh, why did Joe have the producer's camera? Zero one seven zero says that he wasn't wearing clothes. Oh. That could be one reason why he had the producer camera off. That would be very convenient for him to do. Uh, we'll get back to some of your best answers here in a second. Uh, Pat Sertan, fantastic. We, we mentioned Denver. Like, are they a good football team? Um, I don't think that they are. I feel like if the Texans lose at home to Denver, then they're not playoff worthy. I think their best player, though, is Pat Sertan. C.J. Stroud had some good things to say about him in his press conferences. That he's one of the top corners in the league, if not the best corner in the league. Now, what we know about him, whenever they play man, is that they they use him to follow the other team's best receiver. He'll travel with the other team's best receiver. What I find curious as they get set to play the Texans on Sunday, if you have this great corner in Pat Sertan, you use Pat Sertan when you're playing man coverage to uh, to go one-on-one, to, to go up against the other team's best receiver. How would you utilize that guy if you're Vance Joseph Sunday for Denver as they go toe-to-toe with this Houston Texans offense? Seems to be pretty simple to me. I, I think he follows Tank Dell all over the field. I just feel like as much as the other guys on this in this receiving core and the guys that are, are, are making an impact, there's no one that has anywhere close to the amount of impact on the overall offense and anything that the Texans do than Tank Dell. Yeah, Noah Brown's had a couple of good weeks. He's been hurt. He's coming back. We'll see what he brings to the table. You know, you've got a guy that you know was that was in Woods that was over the hill coming in that's had a nice little resurrection to his career, but that's a lot to do with C.J. Stroud. I'm not too worried about Robert Woods. Nico Collins as the other option, he's been good. I don't think that he's on the same level as Tank Dell. To me, this is a Tank Dell discussion and a Tank Dell only. I think that's exactly what they're going to do. That's who they're going to focus on. And if you try, you know, go to the Belichick philosophy, I need to take away their best option and then beat them with everything else. I take away C.J. Stroud uh, to Tank Dell. What's interesting is that 
CJ has has been a he's, been, he's a quarterback that doesn't really zero in on one specific guy. Like my answer is my answer is Tank. Like I'll just go ahead and say that as well. Uh, I think that he follows most of the day Tank Dell around whenever they're playing their man to man coverage. But what CJ Stroud does, he he goes to who's open. He's really good at going through progressions. He doesn't really you know zero in on one specific guy. Now if you throw like the numbers out there, he and Nico are very very close. Tank and Nico. When you look at like the receptions, uh, Nico has three more catches than Tank Dell. When you look at yards, he has 91 more yards than Tank Dell. Now, Tank has more touchdowns. touchdowns yeah. uh, he's got seven versus Nico, five. Dalton Schultz has five as well. Now, this is kind of like what excites me about this matchup in a way is that Stroud's not one to focus in on one specific guy. So if Sertan's whoever he's shadowing, I think that you know certainly he'll get some some targets. But I do feel like that receiver is going to have a quiet-ish day because Stroud's just going to go to other guys because that's how he, he, he operates. He goes through progressions. He throws to the open man. He's really good about that. It's something that's impressed me a lot with him as a rookie. I also think he'll follow Tank Dell around more than he'll follow Nico Collins around, which would also be a really fun matchup. One of the best corners in the entire NFL versus arguably the best rookie wide receiver in the NFL. But I'm very intrigued with how the Houston Texans offense attacks the Denver defense. And Denver's terrible against the run. Like, their secondary, even without Kareem Jackson, is better than their, like, front seven. It's better than their box guys. So, like, what's Bobby Slowick's game plan? Are we looking at a where he tries to go 50-50 run pass, which was obviously a topic of conversation very early in the year versus lately where he's kind of abandoned the run because the run game's not great and C.J. Stroud is. So this is a kind of a fascinating game within the game come up and coming up on uh, Sunday. It definitely is. I think it's going to be a fun, a lot of game within the game matchups to watch. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to see just exactly how you know everything gets schemed up. I think from the standpoint of the Texans, you you got to start with stopping the run from their standpoint. The front seven's got to be at their best. They can't be gashed because you're gonna you want to force Russell Wilson to do things that he hasn't been doing as much, which is sling the ball around the yard and maybe have to use his legs and see what you can do there. But I think from an offensive perspective. I mean, you're spot on with the fact that he hasn't, from CJ's perspective, this is why when we talk about whether they need a true wide receiver one or not, one of the arguments toward why they don't need one is because he's so good about finding whoever's open, even involving Dalton Schultz uh, and whoever's in the, in the, uh, the route running uh, of a certain play. But when you look at this, and I, I listened to um, Nick Casario last night on the way home on the, the flagship, and how dare this you? is exactly where he started in terms of the best player on the Denver Broncos. <laughs> he started with Sertan, and he, they talked about how talented he is, and they went as, de- as de- in-depth about his bloodlines and everything else. Dude can play. So you got to be aware of where he is on the field, and, and, and it's going to be interesting to see who that he's guarding. Sensei brings up, he said, what if Tank's in the slot? Like, I don't know. I don't know if Sertain will travel with receivers who are also in the slot. I don't watch Denver enough to know that. I, I would imagine that they would still travel Sertain into the slot to defend Tank. Would be my guess. But but whatever. Like I think Slowick will try to be creative in scheming things up for Tank Dell as well. Like even if Sertain's following him around the entire game, uh, they're going to figure out a way to game plan Tank getting open from time to time. Even if it's like end of rounds, even if it's receiver screens, things like run that. Game, yeah. Yeah. They've 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 shown that they're willing to do that all the time. All right, wrong answers only as to why Joe George had the producer camera off on our Twitch channel, uh, even though he's there. 50-30, isn't there a new female producer? I don't think there's a new female producer yet. 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 I think she's merely no, there an intern. Is. 
uh, okay, there you go. She's she's now, okay, preferential treatment. She's now mm. been promoted by Joe George, who had the camera off today. Uh, 5129, Joe's pulling at Tiger Woods in honor of his return and East River 9. Oh, man, that got... <laughs> I got a little out of hand quickly. Why would anybody read those steroids? Uh, he look, does look pretty big, and he hasn't lost any club head speed or distance, even though his leg is nearly off and was nearly amputated. That is interesting. Uh, He's going to get coffee. Yeah, but I don't know why he would black out the whole thing. Because he doesn't thing. want you to know that he went to get coffee. But, I mean, I, he, he can talk to me here, Blankers. Sometimes. Uh, this guy says he was getting a massage from Polly G. Oh, goodness. 8480, I used to work in radio. I know this drill. It's nap time. It could be like a stands under the desk. He has some empty calories and male curiosity. I have, right, seen, so, I have walked into a studio one time and found a producer sleeping underneath the desk. For real? Who was it? Trey Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even hesitate to get out. Yeah. Trey. I love Trey. Me. I love yeah. Trey. We yeah, had like, you got me. We had like dead air for like an hour, and everyone's like, what's going on? And Trey was under, under asleep the- under the table. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Who found his sleeping body? Uh Doug Pike. It was the, the Oh other no, it's even worse. <laughs> oh wow. At least it wasn't in the Palatial Gal Media Studios. That's oh, a good thing. Oh man. All right. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. Joe turned off his producer camera. Even now he's got the producer camera pointing up to the ceiling. Why no, did I'm Joe black out the producer camera earlier before we called him out? Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Also, Chandler Rome, uh he he pinned uh, and I guess it would be an op-ed, uh, saying that uh, maybe the Astros should con- consider trading Fromber Valdez. Would you consider trading Fromber Valdez? 713-780-3776. It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.
Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.